0: Hello and howdy, this is the Hair and the Whole Vibe, a Trent Grimm podcast. I'm Balt.
1: And I'm Lou, and yeah, whatever, spoilers, you all know the <laughs> drill, let's fucking, let's fucking go! Woo! We did it. Okay. We did it, we did it. <laughs> we did it. We did it. Come on.
0: It's, you know, we said it before in episode two, Trent is here, but now Trent is here and he's queer.
1: <laughs> Fuck yeah. Amen. All right, uh, end of episode. We did it. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. it was bye fun. Bye. We'd like to thank David Hyde for me. <laughs> oh. No, but seriously, I cannot believe it, um, <laughs> in the good way. I can't believe it. In for once in my goddamn life, the good way.
0: Yeah, it's ah, oh, what an episode, Jesus Christ. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's. I just. Everything we hope everything we thought would happen, all of our predictions, everything we wished for, it's been presented to us. Uh-huh. So yeah. beautifully. It's... Can you believe?
0: I, I'm I trying so hard. I want to believe.
1: <laughs> we believed. We yeah. believed. Mm-hmm. And
0: we were rewarded for it. Oh, gee, that never happens. That never happens. What's happened? going on? <laughs> I mean, it's like, of course I'm not surprised that Trent is gay, but I'm still shook.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I'm surprised that the show is actually really so good that that happened. I don't know. I'm not even, I can't even form coherent sentences about this. I'm just, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm just psyched.
0: And it's the funniest thing because that is really the moment of truth like colin being gay that's one thing Keely being bisexual that's also one thing like another thing but <laughs> trent being gay or queer like he hasn't said the words so we don't know what you know labels he uses but that is the moment where we all had to face the fact that people are watching this show in two different ways and one oh, of them yeah. is the gay way and that's the right way <laughs>
1: we did it right can you for once in our lives we did it right yeah. Well, maybe it's... not necessarily. there have been other shows that went kind of a similar direction. Yeah, seemed very straight at first and then went like full queer. Mm-hmm. But no, this is I think the first time where I've noticed like such a huge discrepancy in like the like the audience space. Yeah. where you know, the negative reactions are getting really, really negative now um, mm-hmm. from certain groups of people. Mm-hmm. But like it feels so good to have been right yeah so incredible
0: yeah and it's like the, I've see, I've talked to people who were like oh yeah my family was so confused like my mom didn't get it when when Trent said that because how could you have known and like all the queer people have <laughs> we no? all have known
1: it is isn't I, I mean I've just not I know that we have actual things about the episode to talk about but I just the whole concept of like sitting there for like two entire seasons and saying I think this character is gay and there's no, like, textual, like, evidence for it. But then, in the end, being right about it. Like, this, yeah. is, this doesn't happen to me, ever. Uh-huh.
0: No, like, me neither. There's there's other shows like Our Flag Means Death where you could have, like, you saw where it was going. And it still was mind-blowing, of course. But yeah, for, for Trent, really, I had no reason to believe that he's queer other than the fact that I'm somehow, like... <laughs> Like pulled towards felt
1: it, <laughs> felt it. We yeah. believe we felt it. It's the, it's the hive mind was real. James Lance mm-hmm. knowing this about Trent was out there in the hive mind, and we got it. Mm-hmm. We heard him. We heard
0: him. Yeah, incredible. And then all these newspaper articles like <gasps> saying that <Ted> lasso <gasps> season three is bad because they don't get it because get-
1: it's, it's not so for bad. you. No. Yeah. Everything it, is for you. This is ours. This is for us. Mm -hmm. seriously and at first we joked about like believing anything is possible at this point but i believe Everything is possible now. Everything, every character might be queer in the end. It's not out of the question for me at this Mm
0: -hmm. point. I mean, I talked uh, about the the theory that every character with leopard prints um is queer coded or is like supposed to be queer in some way, and I dismissed that again because it was too many characters wearing leopard print. But now, no, like especially with the shoes being in frame like that. that, um, Yeah,
1: I felt that shot felt targeted. Like it felt like they were saying, "You guys got it." Everyone commented on. leopard print shoes being sign of gayness you were correct congratulations yeah. here's the frame of the shoe
0: and also adding one more character um to the leopard print wearing like uh, group because Isaac wore leopard print socks in this yeah. episode and we saw them when he when they were doing the pillow fight I believe
1: now I believe in yeah. everything now everything mm. I believe in everything yeah. Every, yeah it's all it's all happening <laughs> I mean, we should really get into like some oh, more details, but yes. I, I have no coherent thought. It's just so incredible to be rewarded for the brain rot. We started this podcast, and we were like, I don't even know if we want to like finish it. Like, do we even like? Is this even gonna be something we stick to? Like, mm-hmm. what if the show turns out so completely different than we expected, and we <laughs> hate it, and then we regret making the podcast? But no, everything mm-hmm. we speak comes true. Also. <laughs> Just as a side note, because I have to be me, and we are not talking about other characters, but I was correct. Raindrops keep falling mm-hmm. on my head is a podcast and sun kid reference bike ride learning reference. Mm-hmm. It was we. I don't remember if we said it last episode, but we both talked about how we expected to be Roy and Jamie and not mm-hmm. Ted and Trent because we knew Trent would be busy doing something else, and mm-hmm. we knew Roy and Jamie would spend time together. So, like we both said that we expect that but yeah i was it was correct mm-hmm. i got everything i want and yeah, more that... and more it, uh, yeah they shared a bike
0: they Fuck shared crap. a bike and also like um, it makes more sense to me I am I will be done talking <laughs> about other characters but I have to say this because I'm so like into the uh, Jamie, Keely, Roy OT3 yes. that this meant like yes. this made it absolutely real to me that these people are on a bike together and also in Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid that's one of the like most world famous throuples of all time <laughs>
1: so it, it is feels very much like this is where they're going why why choose this movie of all to reference with a famous love triangle in this show anyway moving on
0: trend (laughs) trend trend oh he did so much this episode how like i I think it's best if we just really go scene for scene (laughs) yeah (laughs) because otherwise we're gonna get lost yeah good point so the first time we see him i think is in the hotel lobby when the team is trying to discuss where to go and what to do and i think it's sitting there he's just sitting there drinking his tea
1: tea. (laughs) it's beautiful it's such a way that they positioned him there is so like he literally looked exactly like that meme like they're mind, minding your own <laughs> yeah. business to me he looked exactly yes. like that it was so funny
0: yeah <laughs> and also incredibly like even when he was still like blurry in the background he was so clearly visible with his yellow shirt yeah. like he stands out so much in a crowd of these footballers who all wear the same thing or like even even in that scene they don't wear the same things. but like this but,
1: like... leisure where mm-hmm. they all look like they're all dressed essentially
0: the same yeah also like usually darker colors and all that and he's just there in his bright yellow shirt beautifully in the background and then i thought it was so so sweet that isaac asks trent for an opinion of where to go like these like these guys cannot decide where to go and who are they like Turning to it's Trent, Trent,
1: their new dad, like, head and beard, Uh and Roy aren't around. Their new dad is Trent, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) he's the backup dad,
0: (laughs) yeah. And I think it's so sweet because that really shows that they kind of trust him now, like, he has really like proven himself, um, and uh, they trust his judgment, and I think that's so sweet. Uh, yeah i mean
1: that is already the scene where you know colin is like oh guys i gotta mm-hmm. i gotta stay back and <laughs> thank you james lance for existing with this absolute incredible i know what you are face once again uh-huh.
0: he is so great at that face <laughs> he was born to make that face <laughs> with his little teacup and little yeah ah amazing like once again his reactions are already Emmy worthy
1: yeah i mean seriously he has to be nominated right mm, I, I mean it's so. going to be difficult cuz they have a lot of people to nominate oh yeah um this time around but
0: and i really like um for once i think Phil Dunster should get nominated too <laughs>
1: <laughs> why do they keep ignoring this man uh
0: it's so unfair anyway but um... yeah um i thought like Trent, the way he watches colin and the way he watches colin leave this group it seems to me like he was waiting for a moment to catch colin alone for a while now yeah. he's been sitting on this secret and um he knows like he's he's not gonna talk to anybody about that but he still wants to talk about it and like he's we've <laughs> but have I- seen him We've seen him watch Colin for a while now. So he just took that opportunity to catch Colin alone and finally, finally talk to him.
1: I would have to say, what an insane approach he chose. Once again, oh, f- why is Trent like this? Yeah, why <laughs> seriously,
0: why is he like that?
1: Does he not understand the way that
0: comes across, that he stalks so Colin down the dark streets just, of Amsterdam? He
1: stalks him, and then he just stands there behind him and like starts... <laughs> Like, forcing himself into this conversation with the bartender. Like, I love him so much. But what the fuck is he that doing? That was... Oh, uh, Jesus. Once again, boy, oh boy. beautiful autistic king has no idea how to talk no, to people. No. I love that for him. yeah i mean i mean it worked out at the end i guess but yeah like he he catches on pretty
0: quickly he understands pretty quickly that probably that was a mistake and so um... i don't
1: know what he thought would happen to be quite honest (laughs) no i don't it's like
0: man that sounds amazing i'm in sir this is a private (laughs) conversation But also, I in is like he 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 probably thought that would work and that that would be enough to signal that he's queer too and he's also Unfortunately, there. Unfortunately, you
1: know. he probably did.
0: Ah, wow! Yeah, he's
1: so stupid. I love him. I love him. Yeah, he's so dumb. Sometimes wow. he's not good at. I I mean, he tries. Okay, I don't think mm-hmm. he's used to talking to people in a normal way.
0: No, he isn't, and like he.
1: For him, like from his
0: standpoint, he's been signaling so hard for such a long time now, like with his mug, with his clothes that get more eccentric imagine, every time.
1: I imagine that he really thought that Colin had caught on and he, yeah. he did that because he thought, okay, we're having an understanding now. Mm-hmm. But they did. Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah, my my beautiful idiot boy uh-huh. they're all stupid i like that being gay does not protect you from being a hobo on this show you're still no. stupid even if you're no. gay it's not bless them god bless
0: yeah really but it still sounds fun i'm in mean, i'm not over that he's just standing here being like yeah okay Thunderdog. because
1: That's, you know. he has this he has this character trait that is often described as suave where you know he's very good at like the smooth talking and like especially in the press room he was this kind of guy who would package things really well and this with his voice and everything Mm -hmm. things just that that doesn't work in this context so well
0: (laughs) nope it doesn't it it especially doesn't because colin has been like hyper aware of all that for such a long time like he's used to being so careful about that like of course he made out with michael like
1: (laughs) again it uh, it doesn't protect you from being a himbo (laughs) yeah i mean yeah
0: to to his defense i think that's more like that that says less about his character and more about how they needed to progress that story so that's what like that's why they did that but he has been so hyper aware of his surroundings and uh, like even asking the barkeeper if that guy knows who he is even though that's like pretty pretty unlikely I don't know it broke my heart yeah and then I, I mean that was an important moment when the bartender said that he can be anybody he wants to be in that moment and for Colin of course that like that was probably pretty freeing but i think in the end that's not where we're headed towards like he doesn't have to be somebody else um to go to a gay club yeah no i think the end goal of this show is that he can be himself (laughs) and go to a gay club
1: yeah i mean i hope so because it would be wild for the show to just be like well he's gay and that's it like we're (laughs) not addressing that again (laughs) that would be a wild course for the show yeah
0: So, and, and then I thought it was also very sweet of the bartender later uh, when, when Colin panics and leaves and he handles it so well. Like it was almost believable. Like if we hadn't known, um, he sold it pretty well that, oh, he's in the wrong place and he must have walked there uh, like on accident and, oh. um, and he's leaving. Like, of course he's panicked, but he's like, this is a pretty good save. And yeah it made bartender- me so
1: mm-hmm. sad because you can tell that colin has prepared for like every situation yeah. like every possible way that someone mm-hmm. could find or discover him like he has an answer prepared yeah. it, made yes. me- it broke my heart
0: yeah but and even the bartender going oh it happens more often than you think like yeah. that when he says it to trent i think he's also trying to protect Colin from being outed to his work acquaintance um I mean
1: I, I like that you could read that two ways because yes one that but also like oh this sort of young men running out because they see someone they know happens more often than you'd think like this yeah like even though this other person is also here it's this still panicking about mm-hmm. this person finding out happens yeah. more often than you think mm-hmm. like I like that there's also a way to read that
0: yeah Uh, just in general uh, everything about that was written with such care and so good I loved it so much also I don't know ah just thinking about it makes me so emotional it's so well done okay so so we're Colin left we're out of the bar now Trent's behind him stopping him um then like I love that he does this hand gesture of like raising both hands trying to calm it like
1: a you know scared uh, animal. Like a horse.
0: Yeah. And I think that's when he like realizes that his genius plan of sending queer signals um and then showing up like, oh, this sounds fun. I'm in mean, that that didn't work. He understands that. Yeah, um, he
1: really rushed through that. Like, I've known for months, and there's got to be a good reason, right? Like, yeah. Blah, blah. <laughs> and that,
0: that that he says that he he ha- has to have a good reason. I was screaming. Like, I had to pause for a moment and I was that screaming. Was so say it. Right. Say it. Just I was so
1: scared. It. Like, I was like, what was the reason? Why would you cut away here? What was the reason? Come on, say it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and i i think i get what they're trying to do there i think i understand that like i had the theory that maybe trent is the first one who says i'm gay on screen and you know kind of breaking the spell and breaking this taboo um but i understand that they didn't do that because that's when colin says it eventually it's going to be so much more impactful because Mm. he's then gonna be the first one who says it mm. but still for a moment I was there sitting and screaming just say the damn words yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ but still I think immediately Conan understands what Trent means because you see the yeah. relief in his face yeah. yeah that's um the next one is where where we're cutting back to them and they sit at the homo monument oh yeah that made me so happy for several reasons and i could geek out about the homo Mon- monument for a while because a friend of mine um like uh, does a phd in art um history and she um has written about the uh homo monument for for like nice. excessively and so i know a little bit about it and i Oh, that made me so emotional because that's like it's the first um, monument in the world that commemorates um, the persecution of queer people mm. and especially queer people um, during the Third Reich. So um, that's already pretty meaningful, and I mean that's also the the um, reason why it's so close to the Anne Frank House. Mm. And the it's this whole monument is three parts. And like three different triangles and one um, is um, like a raised platform and one is uh, just um, like, what what would be like floor level it's Hmm. in the pavement and then the third one where they're sitting the one that leads to the canal like these three different triangles represent the past the present and the future and the one where they're sitting that's the present and oh. that felt so meaningful like they that finally like arrived in that moment in time and um yeah i don't know um started starting to tear up again yeah. it's, oh, i loved it so much
1: that's such a sweet like that's such a wonderful touch. like you can tell that this is like really well thought through well written mm. with so much care and love and yeah it's just amazing
0: it is it is even the way trent talks about his experiences mm. and then also colin talks about his experiences that is so like it's written with such care and beauty and it's just. That Colin, that a character that was introduced as you know a little bit stupid, has mm. some one-liners, can't drive, and that's his only characteristic. <laughs> like, that that is that they gave him this speech, and they let him use yeah. words like "ache" that he has an ache. That was so yeah, like it I was cried yeah <laughs> <But> a lot <laughs> that especially coming from a character like him that yeah. felt even more meaningful to see okay he has this deep deep world inside of him and um oh. two worlds uh, yeah i mean he has two worlds inside of him so that's what he says and then it was what blew my mind was that we learned that trent has had that for a long long time in his life that despite everything we theorized for the most time he wasn't out like for most of life for for most of his life he was until very recently still in the closet apparently or at least you know he had presumed like presumably come out to his wife twice like he he doesn't say it but it's the most likely option
1: yeah i mean it really is not at all what Mm -hmm. we expected from Mm -hmm. this character I I know that it's a very likely route like that is a common way that you know it happens for people Mm -hmm. but I truly did not expect that he has like yeah lived in the closet this entire Mm -hmm. time that because for us it's always been such an essential part of like characterizing him that being gay was always part of like his um like Mm -hmm. of why he was ostracized of why he was you know mistreated we always mm-hmm. assume that's part of it. And it can yeah. still technically be part of it that people still read him as gay, mm-hmm. even though he wasn't out and pretended yeah. not to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but I always assumed that he would have been like open about it in the sense that he felt like there was no point hiding it. If any, mm-hmm. everyone can tell anyway, or like that yeah. was sort of his story different mm-hmm. from Collins who can hide it very well. But the fact that he has tried very hard to hide it to the point that he had of like a child with a woman is mm-hmm. absolutely bonkers to me. Yeah. I did not expect that.
0: Yeah, that was, yeah, certainly something. And especially because I think like there's this narrative that's pretty common, um, like among uh, queer people who come out later in life that their bullies knew they were queer before they knew. Like mm. they were bullied for being like read as queer even before these people themselves realized that they were. And I think that's what pushes a lot of people even deeper in the closet, even um, for, like, recognizing themselves as queer. Um, Because if you have experienced bullying like that, and um, bullying because of, of something that other people read as queer, that will probably push many people deeper in the closet.
1: Especially at the time when Trent was young it was mm-hmm. not a good time to be queer and not a good yeah. time to be out and young and queer mm-hmm. but i mean the way he says it that it was a secret that he carried with him for so long after mm-hmm. he broke my heart because it very much implied that he has always known and mm-hmm. he just pretended this whole yeah. time that is that was that broke my heart
0: yeah and I the, it's it's fascinating that we only hear such a small part of that story of mm. him coming out to his wife twice and I really want to know more about that because the, it seems so like what's that story of him telling mm. her and then she doesn't believe him and they end up together anyway and um, they have a child or like the way I imagine it is like he knew for a while and then he met her and he probably told her like early on that he's gay and uh, she didn't believe him. So they still ended up together and raised a child. And um, it just wasn't a happy relationship um, or a happy family. And so eventually he just had to tell her again. Maybe that's what happened, but maybe mm. it it's not that at all that maybe he gen- like genuinely thought that he had feelings for her and maybe he did at some point but who knows um and it's it's very fascinating that they dropped this very small snippet and like for all this time where we were begging to find out more about Trent's past Mm -hmm. we still know so little about him like we can assume now that Colin knows a lot more but we don't get that in in that moment
1: But that's kind of good. Like, it's just enough to, like, get Mm -hmm. a a good, like, idea. And I think there's two
0: reasons for them to do it like that. Because I think, like, one reason is that Colin's story is clearly in the center here. That he gets to describe describe Mm -hmm. his experience. And that's what the scene is about. But also, it feels more leveled because... We now know that Colin knows more about Trent, but everybody else, and especially Ted, who is often our point of view character, doesn't know all mm. that. So for us as the audience to only get a small glimpse of that is a great way to communicate yeah. this, just uh, dis- like this what's it called? Discrepancy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I loved that it- they did it like that, but also I want to know more. It-,
1: it reframes the entire show, and like Trent's character in the entire show as we've seen him because that means that because he says that now that he's come out to his um ex-partner ex-wife um again uh, that uh, not only are they closer but his daughter is happier than ever which means that when that happened she must have been big enough to like be mm-hmm. able to tell if a child is happy or not and she's only yeah. like five at this point Mm -hmm. and the show has started when she was three so he must have had this split like just Mm -hmm. about the time when the show started Mm -hmm. like this must have happened just about the time the show started yeah which means that everything he does in season one is absolutely insane when you think of it as a man who has just come out as gay also Mm -hmm. on top of everything
0: yeah (laughs) I mean, I see like there in the fandom too, there have been discussions about that. When was the time frame of him coming out the second time? He doesn't wear a wedding ring even yeah, at the beginning of yeah, season exactly. one. So I think maybe they've already divorced yeah. or split up. Yeah. Um, but it is still very likely that the second coming out to his wife happened maybe because
1: yeah yeah that is also what i think you said that i think that a lot of people have said that it seems very likely that the sort of first awkward terrible coming out was maybe the thing that broke up their marriage like he said Mm -hmm. i am gay i can't we we have i can't do this anymore Mm -hmm. she was like well i don't believe that you're gay but if you don't want to be with me well fuck you then we'll split up and then Mm -hmm. the second time was after he met ted and he was like i have to like Talk to this woman again. I have to like make mm-hmm. it right. I have to have a serious conversation, and I have to understand her, and she has to understand me, and yeah. that's when they became closer than ever. And that yeah. is an insane thing to think about. That Ted has like changed his life on every single conceivable level, like Absolutely. this. Absolutely,
0: and it's remember when James lance said that Ted ah!
1: blew the door of of
0: Trump's <laughs> heart wide open. Ah! And reframing that now with what we know now. (laughs) I I, I'm only connecting dots, but the dots I'm connecting are so compelling.
1: Listen, from a shipper perspective, this is already this is insane food for thought. But even Mm -hmm. just like even if you don't ship them, this is an absolutely mind-blowing thing to have that you know a gay man's life has been improved just because someone was kind to him Mm -hmm. (laughs) for once in his life not even just kind it's also like that
0: that ted is so genuine like yeah he doesn't like that he doesn't censor himself that he's just so fully committed to being himself
1: yeah that trent
0: saw that and was inspired by that to be a better man and be out and be proud of his identity and that apparently fixed his relationship to his
1: ex-wife and daughter wild i love the show so much it's such a beautiful touch and because it just makes sense right that this whole like cynicism this whole being unhappy in his life that is part of it that that coming out and like being open and having a good relationship with everyone in his life like that is all part of it it's uh, at first it was Mm -hmm. always just the job because that's all james lance could talk about because that's all you've already seen in the show yeah but it really you can you can tell by the way he talks about it that it's definitely not just about him being stuck in Mm a bad job it's everything in his life it's this relationship and it's his daughter and it's everything got fixed because Trent inspired him to be Mm -hmm. a better man and so like
0: I remember that right that um James Lance said in a in a recent interview that this parking lot conversation that he mm. had with Jason mm. Sudeikis, that that was also about him yeah. that kind of trend as gay.
1: <laughs> Love that. So Yeah, thank so, you. Seriously, a formal thank you to James Lance for giving us the trend that we we wanted and hoped for and saw.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Fucking you're you're the goat man you're the goat this is everything i've never heard of an actor committing this hard to creating a character to the point where he literally just created the character (laughs) that's all him everything about trent was just james saying hey i have some ideas i have no yeah
0: (laughs) and and not even that it's just like to know that gay Trent was a thing from the very beginning, if not in script, then at least in the mind of James Lambs. That feels so, like, I feel so Mm -hmm. justified for every insane thing I have ever said about Trent. Right,
1: because I am used to reading shit into shit. Like, I am Mm -hmm. used to seeing an actor twitch and being like, that meant something, that was on purpose, Mm -hmm. and usually it didn't. Mm -hmm. Usually we never get a confirmation but James Lance has absolutely managed to get every single thing into his acting. Everything we discussed on this podcast that from like the first two seasons where we're like, oh, that could mean this, that could mean that. And mm-hmm. if you think of, of Trent as being gay, then this is probably that. Correct. We did it. That was yeah. all correct. James Lance acted him so perfectly that we could tell all that. It's, it's amazing. It's, it's Give that man mind. that fucking Abby.
0: <laughs> it's the hive mind in which we all are james lance included and it's also yes. james lance's incredible acting skills yes. that he communicates so much with so little
1: yeah it's... and also i mean also the, the writers i mean the they mm-hmm. must have incorporated like every line that he says must have truly meant mm-hmm. what we saw in it so yeah i get this show again up like to the tiniest detail so well thought through that Mm -hmm. everything can point you in the right direction if you know how to read it Mm -hmm. and we did we did do it right we read it right
0: and and that also means that not only did James Lance care so much and the writers decided to incorporate that it also means that the writers and this whole like production team put some value in some random hat cannons that james lance had three years ago and they decided yes this is the story we want to tell that's important to us
1: and yeah that's just blowing my mind (sighs) we still have some episode to go through by the way it's not done (laughs) who cares this is just beautiful i'm just happy i'm just happy okay yeah i'm just vibing now yes what is there to say I, I mean, every little thing will be all right it, it is gonna be all right i
0: can't i cannot believe it, it i'm i have never been this hopeful and if that's not the what are we effect,
1: still hopeful for everything happen? what are we still looking out for you i mean i, I don't know I, this we are, i got so much more than i bargained for already i'm i'm almost scared of how much more the show could possibly give me <laughs> we are only halfway through the season and i we yeah. already got everything basically yeah so what i
0: assume now is the next thing that <laughs> they're gonna do they're gonna take some of the stuff away no <laughs> <laughs> no 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 no. but hear me out i know rom-coms this is what they do oh it's you're just right. so that That's it's the gonna forest, be boring. yes yes <laughs> right so yeah i, I uh... think maybe because we still have I like I'm convinced that the Kansas thing is not over like Ted is still gonna go home and you're kidding have you seen
1: him this episode Jesus oh yeah he's on the
0: brink of breaking down and right now he has refound his purpose but I still think we're heading towards him leaving but right now I'm so convinced that that's not gonna be the end of it no. And Trent still has this book he mm-hmm. writes.
1: Yeah, I think that theory 100% solid at this point. Mm-hmm. Like we, I think we read that right. Like this this book is going to be the thing that keeps Ted around in mm-hmm. some way, shape or
0: form. Oh, I, I, yeah, that's what I mean when I say I'm so hopeful right now. And like, even if that doesn't happen, I am 100% convinced that whatever happens will be so good and mm-hmm. so rewarding. Yes, I'm not. I mean,
1: yeah, I... there's still a lot of things that can like point us into the to the ending that we haven't seen yet, where we're like, mm-hmm. ah, this is where the what they're going for. Mm-hmm. But so far, yeah, I think it's gonna be like it seems like he's gonna dip and mm-hmm. just leave for Kansas, but then Psych, it's a mm-hmm. different story.
0: Yeah, there's two two more things I want to talk about before I circle back to Ted <laughs> because yes, this does relate to Trent, but. Um, the the scene where Colin and Trent are back in the club, there's not mm, much to say about it other so than it made me completely happy the uh, way that that t- uh, Trent dances like an absolute dork. He's it so, is so dorky.
1: It's exactly he is truly everything. Like every time we were like, I think Trent is secretly a huge dork. Correct. He is a mm-hmm. huge dork.
0: Yeah, oh and it love made it. Me so happy. Yeah. That's that's exactly how yeah. Trent Crim is supposed to be on a dance floor. And just it's so beautiful that these two are so careless, and they're yeah. immediate you you immediately know, like no matter their age difference, they immediately click because they have this thing that binds them together. And we did cross um the trend uh gay mentoring Colin. Um, from our bingo, mm-hmm. but I think yeah. also it's gonna be a, like a two way relationship where they both yeah. like teach each other valuable lessons. Yeah, that
1: is the incredible thing. Like I expected it because I, I when we wrote down trend game mentors Colin, we still had a like not we didn't know anything yet. We just had to like imagine what it would be like and we imagine that colin would be like very deep in the closet still Mm -hmm. and uh trent would have lived this life of being out so Mm -hmm. it would have made sense for him to be like more of a mentor figure but Mm -hmm. when they sat down and they talked and colin like just came at us with all of this philosophical Mm -hmm. stuff that he's already thought about you realize oh they're way more like even here like this, this is mm-hmm. not like a mentor relationship they're just becoming friends now Yes, that is that was very beautiful like mm-hmm. i think even Trent expected to be something of a mentor maybe mm-hmm. and then he heard colin talk and he was like oh well this boy already has like mm-hmm. gone through it like he, this he already knows where he's at he doesn't and need he, my help he yeah. he needs a
0: friend yes like even the, even the fact that colin talked about this in therapy yeah but he's he's a step ahead of trent i
1: think <laughs> okay.
0: yeah I don't, there I, was
1: something in trent's face that was like maybe i should talk to a therapist
0: <laughs> god i i hope so i want all of these characters to talk to a therapist i also really really want dr sharon back why did we only see her where in that she? one? Scene? where is she okay two scenes but still I, I thought she was going to be more of a thing in this season and so far she hasn't. So that's also one reason why I think that we're going to hit you know, some dark spots for some characters, um, especially Ted because she needs to be back. Oh yeah. What was the other thing that I wanted to talk about?
1: The singing on the
0: bus. Yes, of course. Of course. How could I forget? I'm, yeah. Oh, so because, cute. Uh, yes. And that's also, I think uh, what, like, something that shows that they're gonna be more friends than you know a mentor mentee kind of relationship
1: i like. i really really hope that it would go this route because this is such an weirdly underrepresented dynamic that a lot Mm -hmm. of queer people have in their life where you know they're a younger person and they find like a friend and someone who's older Mm -hmm. and also like queer and also like Mm -hmm. you know going through similar things just at a different age yeah and so many queer people i know have sort of this relationship in their mm. life at some point and we never really see it represented mm-hmm. seriously in any way and it makes me so happy to just see that on yeah. tv for once yeah
0: yeah And in, in queer theory there's this concept called a queer time mm. where it explains that for queer people um time like especially life their lifetime works differently than Mm. for others they don't have that clear structure of you know growing up yeah. Um, getting a job uh, getting you know getting married getting kids building a house blah 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 um, <laughs> and, and I mean many straight people don't have that anymore but still for queer people the timeline of that is so different because it so heavily depends on the time when you come out and uh, the way you experience your teenage years differently um, from yeah. other teenagers because you usually don't get that experience of you know dating young and um, mm. experiencing first love and that um, time frame so it's so cool to see that Colin and Trent are not that far apart in their you know queer timeline yeah. even though they're uh, like further apart in uh, terms of um, their you know age so yeah it seems like a pretty even friendship um, at that point because they're not that far apart in yeah. terms of their experiences and I think that's so cool to see and also just the way Trent sits on that bus, you know, mm. just just in that t-shirt, his arms fully exposed. They're out. <laughs> They're out. <laughs>
1: and it's it's uh, we're seeing so... more of him. He's taking off his protective yeah, layers.
0: He's, he's taking off his layers figuratively. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, I cannot talk
1: anymore. Shall it's I finish the much. sentence for you? <laughs> Please. Figuratively and literally. Yeah, there
0: thank we go. You. Thank you. <laughs> yes. He's I I was, you know. Yeah. He has bewitched me with his <laughs> <hair-making> <laughs> <arms>. <laughs> Oh. It's so um, pretty. And also, you know, his hair like that and his face is so relaxed. And yeah. he's smiling and he's open. It's and he's singing.
1: Ah, all we ever wanted and more. Yeah. Literally more.
0: Because I re- I remember being like worried about oh why he's why is he in the front of the bus when we know that Ted and uh, Beard and Rebecca are um in the back of the bus like when we heard from the filming and the behind the scenes and all the set pictures we knew that Trent was going to be in the front and I was like oh why is he not with Ted I was worried about that and I was being stupid for being worried about that I should have believed i should have trusted we should have believed because that is so much better than everything i could have ever hoped Hmm? i wanted to talk about ted and the triangles
1: (laughs) yes let us let us finish it out with this incredible incredible potential symbolism for the future because why
0: would they point out so clearly that colin and trent are sitting Mm -hmm. at a triangle and then go to ted who's working on theories on triangles yes they're begging us to connect these dots
1: we are connecting them they are yeah they're connected they they are what
0: does that mean please please apple
1: tv plus explain (laughs) (laughs) And also the, the fact that the triangles were partially in the bi-flag colors. Yes. Like, hello? You know, t- 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 ha? I'm, Ted. S- I'm telling you, everything is possible. Bisexual Ted, also possible.
0: Especially with the way he reacts to that gruff voice yeah. cowboy. Like, yeah, but sure, it's because he's
1: homesick about. and he's just excited to see someone like that. No, fuck off.
0: Come no, on he's just fully experiencing something new, like yes. he wanted
1: to. And like like the whole triangle thing for him is like about trying. Like he wrote it all out, yeah. like try angles and stuff. Like it's yeah. fucking the, the it's, we, we have run out of things to read into because everything has now you know come together and resolved yeah. of all of those things that we've previously brainwashed about. So mm-hmm. now we have new things, which is Ted's mm-hmm. triangles. It's
0: like so many things are pointing in that direction. Why should I feel weird about looking where these things are pointing? Like he has and said like that... that he's done with shame. He has said that he wants to try something he's never tried before. Yes. There are bisexual colored triangles. Openness over his about head. the
1: game and still protection, even though everyone ah, flowing yeah. and uh, fluidity, yeah. like hello. We all okay. know what that means. And also I, I really like the detail that when they asked Trent what they sh- what when the team asked Trent in the lobby what they should do tonight, and he's like, Oh, you know, it's uh museumsnacht, uh, you you can go to a museum even though it's late at night. And um, that's exactly what Ted ends up doing. Mm-hmm. Clearly even they he wasn't
0: there, he was just still yeah, exactly. the same just, thing.
1: They both wanted to go to a museum. Mm-hmm hello like that is such like, like this whole thing about Ted this episode was that he felt so alone and so isolated and so like homesick mm-hmm. he did like if he had asked anyone else if he, had, if he had gone down and been like hey anyone like have any plans tonight and Trent would have been like oh you know you know museums sounds mm-hmm. good he would have been like yeah I wanted to go to a museum mm-hmm. they could have done this together like they both had the same ideas they and it's they're meant to spend time together. Yeah. Come on, please. This is on it, purpose, right? Right, Apple, I, uh, right? I, I, we we got that right, didn't we?
0: If remember when <laughs> I, they, remember when they set up <laughs> Rebecca and Sam so early on that with there a was, single
1: line yeah
0: yeah like so many scenes even in season one every time Rebecca interacts with the team Sam is always the one who welcomes her, her who says hello Miss Welton who also like the door open for her. so many moments where Sam and Rebecca were already connected in such small ways and now I think back to Trent knowing what wrinkle in time is and connecting like what Ted is doing with it immediately like he he immediately like realizes what Ted is trying to do with it because he's so on the same wavelength as Ted and now once again with the museum they're so alike like they have such similar interests
1: what what's happening with them right now is that like Ted is currently isolating himself a lot so he's like he he's still being Ted to everyone but he's not like no getting like he's not doing what he used to do where he like genuinely gets to know people it's very superficial like when he interacts with Trent it's like all like oh yeah you know Mm we get along it's fine we're friends whatever it's like not very deep like they don't have conversations anymore Ted Mm -hmm. doesn't do this anymore where he like clearly connects with a person he's tried like he tried like when he texted Rebecca but it was all like Mm -hmm. gifts and stuff like he's not opening up anymore because I think Mm -hmm. in his mind he's still back in Kansas he's like oh well I'm leaving here anyway and if he only did, he would maybe see that he and Trent are very alive. Like they they get, would get along much mm-hmm. better than they might think right now. They are mm-hmm. on the same wavelength. They are they belong together. Let us brainwad for a moment here. Yeah. Ted Trent. I, my Ted Trent real. on. Yeah. Yes, the tin I, are I, on. We're,
0: we're, just, we're just picking up the crumbs. We're not putting down the crumbs. They're already there. I'm
1: not ruling like, this out anymore. If... if, if the beginning of this podcast i would have said like but let us be realistic but now
0: mm-hmm. this is
1: entirely yeah. it was in the range of possibilities that
0: it's absolutely on the table
1: i mean let's yeah no i i i i don't know we we could probably keep talking for forever at this mm-hmm. point but um i think i think we've we've talked about all the important mm-hmm. things that happened now yeah
0: so maybe let's just quickly do um, some of the asks because, like, we got lovely asks and s- s- some Again. of them were just. Thank um, you, everyone. Yeah, thank you. You know, some some of them were just people sharing their excitement with them, and that makes us so happy that something trend related happens on the show, and people think, "Oh, I need to tell Crimcast about that." <laughs> that makes me so happy. Yeah. Um, that were on people's minds like that. But yes, there was this one ask. Um, I'm just going to read it. Um, it was by Tumblr user The Helium Taxi. And it was, I've been trying to understand why they would have trended such a garish outfit that episode, um, other than being a gay <laughs> and only just realized that um with his vibrant yellow shirt green pants and reddish brown scarf he looks just like a sun- uh, like a fucking sunflower i'm sorry i have to read it the way it, it says here so <laughs> sunflower emoji i'm so mad what are you saying <laughs> yep. so
1: i didn't even yeah. catch on to that I just love the outfit so I was just happy I didn't even try to read anything into it but he does he does look like a sunflower yeah
0: true like the Um, the color palette is pretty much the same like in the Van Gogh painting and that's
1: Hmm. what does that mean (laughs) indeed what are you saying indeed Hmm. something that Ted spends a lot of time thinking and pondering on Hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: like even if the Connection isn't as immediate as oh, this outfit is referring to that picture. It's still interesting to me that like before, the way that color is brought into the season um is like very deliberate because I, there's like it
1: it clearly I mean we've said it before, like the orange connected to like they're going to Amsterdam and like there's all of these mm-hmm. colour hints, and especially colours that stand out in this desaturated world mm-hmm. they live in. So him like l- reminding in his outfit of uh, the sunflower painting mm-hmm. that Ted looks at it that specifically reminds Ted of home and all of these things mm. it feels like this is a deliberate way to connect tr- Trent to this storyline of Ted's homesickness right yeah.
0: yes it it feels like that is connected like no matter how direct or indirect it is this color palette is still connected to me uh, to the sunflowers for me <laughs> so, yeah yeah i, I just want to give a shout out to tumblr user oh dear god why um <laughs> who made these beautiful beautiful <laughs> manettes uh, yeah like photo edits of um the butch cassidy and the those Sundance were great kid. um that so, made me
1: very happy to see <laughs> had yeah. a good time <laughs> Yeah,
0: even if that didn't happen, um just these images existing um <laughs> is uh also yeah. especially because um there's you know the hat edited on <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the first one. Such I love that so too. much. I love this one. Yes.
1: That's great. Everyone seriously, I'm so fucking serious. Watch which mm-hmm. Cassidy and the Sunlands kid. I'm not even joking. <laughs> yeah yeah i think i think this is a good point um, to wrap it up so mm-hmm. um yeah so that's it uh we want to thank david hyde for the music and you salome on tumblr for our beautiful cover art and again thank you everyone for listening and for hanging out with us and for sending us messages it's every single one makes us so happy and if you want to talk to us you can reach us on tumblr at crimcast.tumblr.com or send us an email at crimcast at gmail.com. Because as always, we love, love our, our chats. chats. <laughs>